guys, welcome to the More Than Mom podcast. I'm your host, MJ Cash, and your new mom BFF. And guess what? You get me without any awkward playground small talk. On this podcast, we'll be covering everything we possibly can to help you thrive in all of your roles, not just as mother, but as wife, woman, and individual with your own passions and dreams. I hope that you'll choose to continue along this journey with us as we all begin to figure out how to become more than mom. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the More Than Mom podcast with me, MJ Cash. I am coming at you week, man, we're deep into week four, I think, at this point of quarantine in our house. We have to be close to hitting week five. I feel like we're starting to hit our stride a little bit. We're starting to get into a rhythm. We're starting to get a schedule that works for us in this time. And I hope the same for your families as well. I know that once I kind of felt like there was some sort of routine around our day and some sort of structure around our day, things mentally got a lot easier. And I have a belief that we're going to be in this for a while. So if you haven't figured out that structure now, I just want to encourage you to kind of put some some effort towards that in the next couple days and in the next week or so, just trying to figure out what works for your family right now. I think for a little bit, this is going to be our new normal until we transition back to our old normal. And that old normal will also be new in many ways. So <laughs> we're just going to be in a transition phase for a while. But fortunately for us, and maybe this is why I'm handling it well, our whole year last year was a transition phase. We have been transitioning like crazy with new jobs, new houses, new uh, school schedules, new business. So maybe I'm just really used to transition at this point. I don't know. I know I asked on my Instagram yesterday how everyone was doing, and it seems like a lot of you are still struggling a little bit. So uh, I'm going to be doing some reach outs on Instagram today just to check in with you individually and see what you're doing um, and to see how you're feeling and what you need because I think it's important that our community really leans on each other in this time and shows up for one another in this time. So, But I just can't stop thinking about just how crazy this whole thing is that it, this is going on in our lifetime. I keep saying it feels like we went back you know, hundreds of years to when the plague was happening across the world. And, you know, when when I read about that in history books as a kid, I thought we were at a place technologically and medically that that couldn't happen to us again, which obviously was was naive to think. But it's just bizarre to me that we're experiencing something similar, maybe not to that extent, but something similar and, and kind of getting a feel for what it would have been like to live back then and, and have have to go into quarantine and have to live your life um, being concerned of when you're going to go get groceries and whether or not you're going to catch a sickness that could potentially end um, tragically. And it's just, it's the whole thing. is It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I, I can't believe it's happening in our lifetime, but here it is. And you know what, though? I am all about life experiences. I'm all about, I'm, I'm just all about learning and, and having new experiences. So even this one, which is challenging and uncharted, I welcome. And I wish it wasn't with such horrific outcomes for many people and their families, but it's a new experience, guys. So I'm just going to embrace it as best I can. (laughs) 
Today is going to be a little bit different of a podcast. I am actually going to be the one speaking with you today, which is a little different for me, but I had a friend encourage me and just recommend that I have some episodes every now and then like this where I get to kind of just share a little bit of myself and my thought process or my perspective on different things with you so you guys can get to know me better. And I, and I love that. So that's what we're going to do today. And I have a friend who um, I absolutely love her podcast and I was listening to it over the last couple weeks and she's having quite a few episodes over this quarantine time that she is doing a single take. So she's she's recording the episode once, she's not editing it and she's putting it out. And I thought to myself, man, maybe I should do that today. Editing takes the longest by far um, of my time. So I thought, okay, that would be a great idea. We just do one take. I don't have to edit it. We can just blast it out and it'll be great. And then I laughed because I realized I have two kids. (laughs) And there is absolutely no chance that I go through this recording without being interrupted. So um, we scratched that idea. I will be editing this slightly, but um, I want to keep it as raw and just as real as possible. I will probably stumble on words. I will probably pause to think about something. But I want it to be as as real and as authentic as I can to make you feel like in this isolation that I am sitting down with you and having a conversation. I'm going to say this. Another reason that this might get interrupted and I'll have to edit is I actually got a cough a couple days ago, um, which there's never been a better time in, in history to get a cough. So far, it is staying as just a cough. And so I have decided that until it manifests into something else and proves to be something else it is going to just be a cough and um I feel like a lot of people are getting little colds and sinus infections and stuff right now and it's concerning because of what's going on in the world and so I just want to encourage you if you get any sort of sickness at this time just take it for what it is now at the moment I do this in all areas of my life. My husband's a police officer, as many of you guys know, and I've just never understood the idea of worrying about something that hasn't happened yet and that and that is currently not happening. So the same goes for the sickness. Right now I have a cough. That's all I have. Uh, so it is. It's a cough. And if it manifests into something else, then we'll concern ourselves with that at that point. But for now, we're not getting overly stressed. We're not actually stressing at all because right now I have a cold. So today's episode, I, I haven't thought of a good name for it or, or what kind, what, it sh- what, these, what these types of episodes should be called. I would love to get a, a universal name that we can use for any time I do anything like this. But the only way I can describe what I want to do today is just a thoughtfulness challenge. So I think as humans, we have a tendency to just act without thinking. I think this happens a lot. I think it happens in tons of different situations, both both minor and major. And I am a major overthinker, but I love it. It's something that I love that I do. I love it. It's, it's invigorating for me in my own head to sit and think through all the different facets of stuff. And a lot of times when I'm doing that, I'll end up thinking through something so, so intensely that I reach a conclusion that actually is is counter to what the majority of society thinks or what a large group of society thinks. And whenever that happens, I love a good discussion about it. So um, for example, let me give you an example. This is something I, thought, <laughs> I have thought about a lot. Um, not thought about a lot. This is something that I've been aware of for a long time. 
And the other day I was thinking about it. It came up, someone said it to me and it just re-sparked this idea of like, that is wrong. So everyone knows the expression. You can't fit a round peg in a square hole. Okay? Everyone got it? Round peg, square hole. Every time I've ever heard this expression said to me, it has been, you can't fit a round peg in a square hole. And every single time it is said to me, all I can think about is that assuming both shapes are the same size, if, if the square is the same size as the circle, a circle can go through a square. There's a circle within every square, right? You can draw the circle. If the outer edges all touch, the, the, a round peg can go through a square hole. It can. What cannot happen is that a square peg can't go through the same size round hole because the corners, the corners will hit and it drives me crazy. Every time I hear someone say that, because everyone always tells me, well, it's like trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. And I'm like, that works. That goes through just fine. You can't fit a square peg in a round hole. So if you're someone that says that saying, there's some insight for you to switch around the shapes. So with that being said, let's get into what today's thoughtfulness conversation is going to be. The topic for today's episode is, should people make money on Instagram? Here's what I've seen time and time again. I've, first of all, I've seen women commenting on other women's pages and posts telling them that they should not run ads on their page, they shouldn't have sponsorships, and that they're going to unfollow said person due to those ads and sponsorships. The other thing I've seen on the flip side of that is women with a large Instagram following, content creators, saying that they will not ever take ads and they proclaim it in a way that makes it seem like that is the moral high ground. Now, I want to make something super, super clear. Either way, whether you choose to run ads or you choose not to run ads is perfectly okay. You can make that choice for yourself, right? We can all make those choices for ourselves. The thing I want to question here is whether or not people, you, me, the consumers of Instagram, should judge people positively or negatively based on whether or not they run ads, based on whether or not they allow brands to sponsor them, whether based on whether or not they choose to take an opportunity to make money for their family on a social platform. So what I'm doing here today, again, is not to convince you one way or the other. It's to make you stop and think about your perspective and to make sure that you are solidified in where you are for good reasons and not just because that's what you think you're supposed to think. I feel like I'm fairly unbiased on this because my Instagram page is not at a point where I could reasonably accept sponsorships even if I wanted to, right? I have a pretty normal size page at this point. I've never been offered a sponsorship on Instagram. And so I'm looking at this mainly from a, first of all, consumer standpoint of someone who consumes the feeds of other people. And second of all, as just someone who is super passionate about entrepreneurship and women in business. 
So that's the perspective I'm coming from. It's not from someone who's ever ran an ad. I have not. I've never had a sponsorship. I've never made money off of Instagram. And so I'm coming at it fairly unbiased from that perspective. So I guess the question you need to ask yourself with something like this, if you feel um, if you feel uneasy about someone running a sponsorship or an ad on Instagram, is is what is wrong with advertising something? Right? What is wrong with being paid to advertise something? Because the truth is, Instagram is a business platform. And that might be a strange concept if you're someone who only uses it for social purposes. But that's the thing. Business today is changing. Nothing is just social. There's no platform out there, Facebook included, Instagram included, that's just purely social. These are social and business networking platforms. And with the changing business landscape going from traditional brick and mortar stores exclusively to people having opportunities to make money from home online, as we've seen over our, the course of our lifetime, there are some changes in perspective that need to happen with the consumers in the market. People are able to market themselves and their lives in ways that, that they've never been able to do before. Unless, of course, you were a celebrity. You know, we've all seen famous athletes or actors be sponsored and we've never thought twice about it. You know, you look at NASCAR drivers and their cars are plastered with advertisements. You look at golfers and you know every single one is going to have some brand on every article of clothing on their body. You don't think twice about that. You don't think twice that Steph Curry is sponsored by Under Armour. In fact, many people buy Under Armour because they love Steph Curry. But that is, there's no bad taste in your mouth around that. You say, of course, well, they're famous. That's what happens. But what we have to realize here is that famous people, celebrities, these people who have millions and millions of eyes on them are not the only people who can advertise things anymore. And brands have recognized this. You know, the majority of marketing money that brands are spending at this point is through these personal touches of people who have a loyal following on platforms like Instagram who, who are trusted and who can say, this is a great product and we really love it. You guys should try it too. I highly recommend it. If you're in the market for X, Y, or Z, this is what we use and it's great. And they can get paid for that. And so I think you have to ask yourself, what is wrong with that scenario? The fact of the matter is, is that, that, that sponsorships are a huge opportunity to make money from home, right? There, there's a lot of ways people can make money from home. Sponsorships are one of them. But, but this market is changing. And, and I think... One thing you have to consider is that these people that you are following on Instagram, the people with the, with the larger pages, the larger followings, the more opportunity to make money from their pages, to partner with brands, their pages add value. And I know you believe that or else you wouldn't be following them. You don't follow people who you don't think add value to your life. That's just, that's just how we consume. That's how I consume. And I would dare say that 100% of those people are very intentional about the value that they are adding. It's not, it's not an accident. <laughs> it's not um, without a lot of thought. They know what kind of value they want to bring to the, their market, whether that is women or athletes or mothers or men. 
or business owners, whatever it is that their market is, they know that they want to bring value to that and they think through those decisions. And the second thing that's important to know is that in order to run these pages effectively, in order to add the most value in the market and to your people, it takes a lot of time. It takes real time and real planning. In, in fact, pretty much every single interview I've had with a, a mom business owner on my podcast, when the, when the mics are off and we're not recording, we're just conversing and getting to know one another, it almost 100% of the time comes up that they didn't know how much time Instagram would consume. It takes time to do these things effectively. And it's not with ill intention. I can say for myself, I have specifically, one of my focuses over this quarantine period has been to find a time that in quarantine and out of quarantine, once we return to some sort of normalcy in our schedule, I can dedicate to office hours within our household that I can count on my husband being able to watch my kids and I can dedicate to making sure that my moves in business are valuable to you. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually a great thing. You want things in your life that are going to add value. You want things to be valuable to you. You want the information that's coming out to be helpful, to be useful. So it's not like I'm trying to, or any of these people are trying to manipulate the market or manipulate their followers. Their goal and what they spend so much time doing is, is figuring out what they can do that will be most appreciated and most helpful for the people that tie into them. The fact is, you know, when you're using Instagram socially, it's pretty nonchalant. You can take a pretty picture of your family. You can put it up there. You can say, love my fam. Done. You can scroll through some feeds, like some photos. It's actually a really relaxing thing to do as a consumer, which is why I love to consume on it. But when you're a business and you're, and you're wanting to, to grow a community, it really takes dedicated time to figure out what that community is going to want and what that community is going to find the most valuable. So this isn't just like someone happens upon sponsorships and advertisements and brand partnerships. This is a built business, whether or not you realize that's happening or not as a consumer. So the second thing I feel like gets brought up in this conversation is that advertisements can feel inauthentic or make the page feel untrustworthy. And that's what I hear a lot when I look at these comments on people's pages or if they come out and say, hey, I ran this ad and here's the backlash I got, is that people feel like they're going to get duped. People feel like all of a sudden there's an ad on the page and so I can't trust this page anymore because I don't know their intentions. And I think what's important to recognize here at the, at the most basic level is that every single thing in this world is being sold to us every single day in one way or another. That is not unique. In fact, even you, assuming you are a mom who listens to this podcast, at some one point or another had to sell yourself to your children's parent, right to the counterparent, to the co-parent, whether that be your spouse or an ex or someone else. 
Every time you make a friend, you are selling your worth to them. And it's not in an unhealthy way, hopefully. There's very healthy ways to go about this, but but you are showing your best value and seeing if it's something that meshes well with their best value. Every single day we are selling things, whether it's our, our relationships with people, whether it is a product to buy, a service to use. You know, we just moved into a new house in November and my goodness, I was shopping all over the place for things, both both big, like a refrigerator, and, and small, like someone to come clean our house when we first moved in to get all the dust and stuff out. I mean, services, products, people, everything is being sold constantly. We live in a world, that's how it works. And so it's not unique that someone would say, hey, I like this product. You should try it. Don't we do that all the time? When you see a good movie or here's something that's really relatable in quarantine, when you watch a good Netflix show and then you see all these people on on, on Facebook saying, hey, what, what Netflix recommendations do you guys have? I've already watched all my shows. Isn't it pretty normal to say, I think the most, most popular one I've seen put out there is Ozarks, which I have not watched, but go watch Ozarks. Oh my God, o- Ozarks is so good. Isn't that normal? And so it's not it's not unique to sell something, but I do think that there is a moral scale here, right? There's, there's like a sliding scale of morality. And that's where we kind of have to figure out where, where our brands land, where, our, our, um, where the people that we are consuming land on that scale. And also, what degree of that scale is acceptable for us as the consumer? Because it's going to be different for some people. It's going to be different for everyone. Some people might say, I just can't get behind the selling thing. I just can't get behind the advertisements. And okay, all right. You're going to cut a lot of people out of your feet that are great people. But that's your prerogative. And there's going to be other people that say, I don't really care what you sell or if you even use it. It's great. That's not what I'm here for. And that's great too. There's no right answer on this, but there's basically a skill from people accepting sponsorships and running ads on their page for nothing more than the money. So they've never used the product or they don't really care about the product or they don't particularly like the product. But this brand offered them money. They like money. And so we're going to run this ad. And that's where the untrustworthiness comes in, right? Isn't that where it sneaks in? But the interesting thing is, in all of my years that I've been on Instagram as a consumer, socially, I think I've probably come across two pages that I felt like that was actually happening on. My personal anecdotal experience, I feel like I came across, I've come across two pages that I was like, I feel like this is just a little inauthentic. And so I chose to unfollow those people because that's where I land on the morality scale. Meanwhile, I follow, I follow tons of people that are on the, as you slide down that scale, that they get paid to promote things that they already love and use. And to be honest, for me, I have no problem with that. In fact, I can't really comprehend the idea that I would follow a page on Instagram, I would get to know them, I would get to know their family through that page, I would see their day-to-day life, I would get to know their personality, their heart, their passion, their kids, their husband, I would get to know all these things. And then I would become upset when they get a brand partnership 
and that family gets supported. I can't quite wrap my head around that. As I get to know people on Instagram and I follow them and I find value in them and I decide I like them and therefore I want to continue to follow them, I hope their family gets supported. It's a win. When a brand that they already use and love reaches out and says, hey, we'll pay you to run some ads on this. And they can say, great. That's amazing because I have kids to feed and send to college and take on vacation and and, and give experiences to. I have a husband that I would love to go on date nights with. Or I would love to have someone eventually, if we can make enough money through a platform like this and through an opportunity like this, if we can get, if we can get enough income into our house, maybe I can hire out the cleaning of our house. Maybe I could, maybe cleaning bogs me down. It, it's so hard for me. It, it, it just, it, it drains me and it takes away from the energy I have with my kids or with my husband. And so maybe if our income could just get high enough, we could hire that out. And I would have all this saved up time and energy from the saved cleaning that I don't have to do now that I could actually spend with my family and invest into my family or invest into my business and and my community that I've built through the social network. And so I think we have to think about, we have to at least consider that it's actually a huge win when people that we have found that we like and that we follow and we find value in on Instagram get supported in their endeavor. We support them with our likes and our comments and our shares so that brands can support them monetarily. You know, it's interesting because as we talk through these different points that I've heard people bring up or I've seen people bring up, on other people's feeds as they, as they run ads and sponsorships as to why it's not okay and why they're, they're going to leave that page because of an ad. And we talk about whether it is immoral to be able to make money from home, whether that's unique or, or um, strange. And we say it's not. It's not strange. It's normal now. This is the new normal in the world that we live in. We've agreed that the the page adds value to the market or else we wouldn't be consuming them. We've agreed that it takes time and energy, structured time and energy to grow that. We agree that as long as they they land on, on, on our moral scale where we feel like it's okay, for example, if they're getting paid to to advertise something that they already would love anyways and use anyways and would recommend anyways, that there's no moral imperative there. If we we check off all these boxes and we say, wait a second, there's actually nothing wrong with that, then what are we left with? Why are women, (laughs) why are women still shaming other women for running ads? For accepting sponsorships? For partnering with brands? And can I be honest, as I ran through all of these different things and we checked them all off of our list, it occurred to me that there's something else working here. It occurred to me that all of the rational reasons as to why this might not be okay don't apply. So then I started thinking through, well, what else could it be? And you want to know what I noticed is that anecdotally 
in my experience, I've never ever come across a man on Instagram who is apologizing for accepting a brand endorsement. I've never come across a man who says, I won't be accepting ads because that's the right thing to do. And I won't do that to my following because it's just not right. I've never come across a man coming down another man's page saying, shame on you for getting paid to advertise something. And so isn't it interesting that we do this as women, that we question it as women, that we assign it immoral as women, but that the men are just over there just like, yeah. And you want to know what it is? I think it is this underlying guilt, shame, unworthiness, maybe maybe the need to be polite that as women we are brought up to believe. And so if anything comes into play that that might seem impolite, we are real quick to call it out. And yet meanwhile, men are doing the same thing. And yet there's no apologies because they know they have a right to be compensated for their work. They know they have a right to be financially independent. They know they have a right to their own endeavor. And there's no men shaming around it. There's no other men coming up to them and saying, shame on you. I'm not going to follow you anymore because you have an endorsement. Guys, that's crazy in that world. You know, women for so long were housewives, right? Almost entirely housewives. They weren't in the workforce. They certainly weren't in these roles that were considered to be prestigious, like being a doctor or a nurse. Women were certainly not in business for themselves. They weren't growing huge financially successful businesses for their families. They weren't the sole providers for their families. They weren't the uh, dominant providers for their families. And now for, for several decades, we have been making that transition more and more normal. And yet there's still this underlying feeling of guilt and being improper. And most of the time, I don't see it from the person building the successful business. I don't see it from the entrepreneur. Most of the time, I see it from the consumers who are still uneasy subconsciously about this idea that women can make money and simultaneously be authentic. (laughs) They can be truthful and authentic and pure and wonderful and trustworthy and all of these things and make money for their efforts. As women, we're so used to doing things for free, aren't we? We raise our kids for free. We do a million and one things around our house, around our schedules, around town every day, running errands, doing all these things for everyone else so that everyone else is taken care of and we do it all for free. 
And so then when we get into a business scenario and someone offers to pay us for something that we are doing already, something feels impure about it to us because we've been doing so much for free for so long. And we say, really? Really, we can get paid for this? Really? You're going to help support my family for my efforts? And the idea is exciting. But then we have a hundred women come on alongside us and say, shame on her for wanting to support her family financially. That's not what they're saying, but that is what they're saying. (laughs) Isn't it? Guys, I encourage you to think about this before you act and think about this before you put your opinions on it out into the world for other people to be influenced by. And to be honest, I'm not sure. I I, I highly doubt, to be honest with you, that any of the people that are in our community on Instagram and listening to this podcast are the people that would be so turned off by advertisements that they would unfollow. But I think we all have friends like that. And I think it's worthwhile to be so solidified in our point of view and to have thought through it so much that when friends like that come around, we can kind of politely say, what are you saying, man? You don't think she should make money? You don't think she should be able to support her family for the work that she's doing? You think she should just do all this for free? At what point does that change? At what point is someone worthy to make money? At what point is someone worthy to... to contribute financially to their household and be able to put away money and savings and to be able to to spoil their kids a little bit and take them on vacations at what point does that become okay because if it's not when people are grinding and grinding and grinding behind the scenes putting out value to their communities through instagram and through other channels then when is it and here's the great thing as i said before you can make the choice for yourself maybe at the end of this podcast you go i still don't think it's okay and I, I, wanna, I, want, I hope you, through this, have asked yourself why you don't think it's okay and that you, there's, a, there's a real solidified reason there. And honestly, if there is, I would love for you to tell me it because I, I love these intellectual conversations. I love them. They stimulate me. I love the heck out of them. And I welcome them with open arms. And so if, you, if you've thought through that and you still come to this conclusion where you're like, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. I, 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 I can tell you why and I don't like it and, and this is why and I'm going to unfollow anyone that does it. And, and then so be it, man. That's great. That's great. We're allowed to have different opinions in this world. That's awesome. But I want you to think. I want to encourage everyone to think about why they believe the things they do and to challenge their own thinking. To actually hear a separate perspective, a different perspective, and to allow it to marinate in your, in your thoughts for a while so that you have the option, you have the opportunity to change your opinion if it in fact will change. That's one thing that I'm very proud of for myself is that I'm very solidified in my opinions and I'm not afraid to give them. Can you tell? Hello, if you listen to this whole podcast, you can tell. But... I'm also super open to hearing other people's perspectives that are different than mine and hearing why and letting them marinate for a little bit and thinking through them and allowing my perspective to change. In fact, there's a few podcasts that I listen to that I absolutely love because the people have different views than I do on the world. And they've actually, because I've allowed them, I've allowed myself to listen and absorb and consider their points of views, might have shifted slightly because of that. And I think that's a beautiful thing. We should all 
allow ourselves that grace to be wrong sometimes. So I just want to throw that out there because one of the things that I'm passionate about with this entire brand is to show women just how powerful they are. I have a belief that women are the most powerful species on the planet. But too often we forget it. In fact, too often we were never even taught it to begin with. And so for the people that you love to consume, for the people that you follow on social media, for the people that you support through your likes and comments and shares, give them the permission. They don't need it, but they care about you because you're part of their community. Give them the permission to be absolute financial powerhouses for their families. It's okay. Most of them are women and mothers just like us. So here's the deal. We're going to wrap this up. When looking at Instagram, when looking at people you are following, if, if, you, if someone runs an ad and or, or a sponsorship or, or has a, a brand partnership, which is going to happen because a lot of people do, before feeling any sort of negative emotions towards it. Or maybe if you feel negative emotions towards it coming on, check with yourself if it's on brand. Does it go well with who they are and who their market is and what they're all about? Number two, is it authentic? Does it seem like they actually do care about and use the product and number three does their page still add value to you because if all three of those are a yes then I think we'd all be a little bit challenged to find anything wrong with being compensated and being able to support our families further and move our families further along through a channel like Instagram so with that said I want to hear your thoughts this is my first podcast that I've put out some of these that one of these thoughtfulness challenges to really make you think about an idea about a concept and to be honest with you I don't know how it's gonna go we'll see hopefully you guys like getting your brain worked as much as I do <laughs> I love it so here's what I want to do come over to my Instagram page at Mrs. MJ Cash and let me know what you thought about this episode let me know your thoughts on people running ads on their page you can tell me your thoughts before this podcast. You can tell me your thoughts after this podcast, if they're the same, if they've changed. Um, maybe anything through this podcast that you thought was interesting, that made you think differently. I'd love to start these conversations on my page. I My goal is to really, really, really build a community that is so in tune with one another and looks forward to connecting with one another every day. So come over, on over to the page. I'll post a... I'll post a photo on my page regarding this podcast and we can just have a lot of good conversations off of that. So anyways, guys, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. You guys are my people. You guys are my community. Um, I'm so excited for where this community is going. I'm so excited for the people who I've already been able to connect with within this community. Um, The more the mom community, guys, y'all are amazing. So with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. If you need anything, reach out to me, even if it's just someone to talk to. 
um, here for you. This is a, a, a different time for everybody. And we're just going to love each other through it, okay? All right, y'all. I'm signing off. See you next week. Thank you.